hope the description of the indescribable would give you. You get it by recognizing what you're not. Yeah. You can sit and hear a description of you all day. It won't go anywhere because something claims it. Yeah. And neuters it. Yeah. And now in, instead of a living, let's say, baby, you got like a lot of dead babies, 30 or 40 of them. And they're making, you're even traveling heavier. It's a bad analogy, but yeah. So this whole idea, I didn't, it came to me through hearing satsang, really. When I heard satsang, something was going on that I didn't, I had, couldn't put my finger on. And then it started to become clearer. And then I had been reading a couple of uh, books about Ramana Maharshi's, te Maharshi's teachings. And I saw a familiarity in a few of them, the same statement, but said in different ways. And it was, it was prefaced by being, hold on. Uh, Amelia's, I had to confirm my phone. Because it was prefaced by the word, the greatest mystery, the problem. So it, it seemed to have an emphasis. And he went and said it many different ways. And it was that statement and it's probably not one of the clearer ones, but the statement of a presupposing of a non-existent thing, which is us in a sense, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Now, if the existent thing, if there was an existent thing that was bound and, uh, and defined by some outside force, then wanting to get salvation for it, and then using the only possibility you have as the, the non-existent thing, as the thing which is doing, doing and having, then you would do stuff to try to lead to a point of salvation from what was bothering the existing thing. But the fact is, the existing thing isn't an existing thing. Yeah? It's a non-existent thing. So this throws the whole plan out the window because of the where you start from. Not what you do after all the doing, because after all the doing doesn't succeed, then the system turns on itself and starts bitching about you should have done more or stuff like that. And that can go on for years. And there, then the, the fault of the system gets unnoticed because we're constantly looking we're trying to get out of the system as the system we're trying to understand the system as the system this is why the understanding is not of the system it comes from outside it's and we are that which is all the outside so you know we were sharing at the recovery meeting and so let's say there's a noticing, a noticing that over the years, you've been pretty self-centered, yeah? You see that? You see how it was used? So there was a noticing of self-centeredness, and it certainly turns into you've been self-centered, yeah? Now, there's self-centeredness. There is, because this is the program of the system 
that in a sense we're living through, yeah? It's self-centered. But where does that lead to I'm self-centered? Where? So there's an observing of self-centeredness, but suddenly the observing of self-centeredness is used to imply you're the one who's been self-centered, yeah? And now it's also a part of you that's observing that. So now you got the subject, object, the policeman, thief happening with self-centeredness, yeah? Can't you see that there can be self-centeredness without anyone? Can't you see that there's doing without a doer? Now, I had tons of evidence of that when I was out using and the addiction went to such an extreme, I was going, I was being used for transportation and I'm using the language of I and whatever. There was something was used for transportation and was doing shit that it would never come up to do. Yeah, like something else took me over and used the system to put to uh, express itself. Now, how does the system react to that by claiming it? You're the doer of it, yeah? So now a lot of people who have been relieved of the need or the urge to drink or use, and they've recovered pretty much substantially, are still still enslaved with guilt and shame based on them being the doer of the shit that happened through them when they were out there using, yeah? And every time they share about it, they share, I did this, I did that, I did this. Now there was a doing of something, yeah? But how did it turn into I did it? How? When you were a kid, when you were a baby, you were doing a lot of shit that never turned into I'm doing it, yeah? It never did. That's why a kid could take a shit that didn't fucking, you know? just whip around and be flipped out in a second lady smiling, you know, like that, because there was no doing implying the doer. Yes. That's what was so, that's what's so attractive to a little kid. They're seemingly free from that little reaction. Yeah. So there's the noticing, which doesn't come from you. It comes from what you want to call it consciousness. The consciousness notices something. Let's say it notices that, wow, everything that happens seems to be sucked in and pertain to this idea of being self. All right. So now there's been a noticing of self-centeredness. How does it make a leap that you're the one who's self-centered? That's manufactured, isn't it? So what are you before the manufacturing of you? Because what, uh, what, what are you of during the manufacturing of you before it and after it? Not that you that's manufactured. That's a given. That's obvious. Yes. It was a simple, you know, you can see the language and this is how the concepts flow up here. The language is almost like a a pencil drawing of the of the streaming up there. Yeah. So 
19, uh, whatever, a few years ago, surfing's going on, catching beautiful waves, the knee goes out. Yeah. Now, how did I explain that after the fact? I hurt my knee. So it almost sounded like I went out into the water with the intention of hurting my knee. I brought a little hammer in the wetsuit, bammo. I fucking hurt my knee. I can't fucking believe it. How stupid am I to hurt my knee? Did I actually hurt my knee? Was there anyone who hurt the knee? Or did the knee go out? Did the knee go out? Unbeknownst to the, the me, tell you the truth, the me had no in, inclination or indication that it was going to go out until it went out. <laughs> the you shows up after the fact, basically. Yeah. And says, I should have done something before the fact. <laughs> How can you just see this as our as the activity that we're in, so to speak? How are you going to go from there without knowing it anywhere else? Yeah. I think we're really jumping ahead of our pay grade to start thinking about enlightenment all this shit. We can't even see what's going on. Yeah. We don't see that there's activity, there's doing, then there's a certain implying by the claiming of the doing that there's a doer. But how does the whole language and how do we understand doing? We understand doing from the doer idea. Yeah. Therefore, we don't understand doing, tell you the truth, because it's not something you and I do. There's no volition involved in it. There's doing, yeah? And then the mental state catches up to it and makes a story about how you ruminated over this and you led to this and you did it, yeah? And of course, it's playing into a, a captured audience so you really believe it, shit. Just like people think it's, how can you ever believe you're going to escape the body when you're thinking from a body? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you see it from a, a non-body. That's why there's no need to, to escape a body. Yeah. Only the body wants to escape the body. And it wants to be a body, but without any of the pains and the discomforts of being a body. It wants, but it still wants to be a body. Yeah. So a lot of times, like uh, Ramana said that time when people are asking about free will or predestination says the only value in those questions is to see who is it that's asking about free will and predetermination. That's the whole value in it. Yeah. Why? Because that assumption is going to override all the answers you ever get as what you're not. It is. Yeah. Instead of furthering the pursuit of finding out what you are, you're losing it. You're quote unquote losing it. You can't lose it like the necklace, but you think you've lost it more and more. Yeah. There you go. So the message is simple, really. 
we're not going to say, all right, I'm going to spend an hour or two describing the indescribable. No, we're going to describe the describable and hope you'll see it from the indescribable. Yeah. Not that it's a yeoman's or heroic effort because the indescribable is always available at all times, right wherever, right where we are. No matter what our seeming conditions are, that's that. Yeah. So basically, I can't miss the message. <laughs> All I got to do is sort of go around Kaiser and go through Mary, not to Mary. I don't want Kaiser to leave here with a great understanding. I don't. I want Kaiser to be fucking confused as, as hell. And then there'll be an understanding growing out from that. It'll be pushing Kaiser out. It's not going to be enlarging Kaiser. It's going to push the idea of Kaiser out. Yeah. And see, you know, if you have a seat assignment, maybe you'll be the greatest meditator who never knew they were meditating. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My case, it doesn't have to be everyone's case. I lost interest in stuff that I was really interested in. I wanted to get better because I thought I'd been bad for quite a while. Yeah, I did. I wanted to get out of here. I wanted to transcend. Yeah, I wanted to sort of float above. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a failed mission. I didn't know that was go along with the mission. Yeah. I had no idea until I did. And then when I did, it's never fucking changed ever since. Yeah. I didn't have to go every year to get my clarity renewed or re upped. Yeah. These things became a fact and they haven't been disputed in for years. Yeah. I'm open to a dispute, but nothing has disputed it. It's almost like I share it. It's the last answer. It does, it's taken away any need for any other answers. Now it's about finding out. Yeah. I have enough understanding. I have all that shit that I needed as a preliminary condition. Now it's just finding out. Yeah. Not knowing. No. <laughs> Not furthering the understanding, no, just finding out, yeah. Finding out day in and day out, being awake to being awake, yeah. Get that out of the way and see where you go, yeah. And maybe, really, maybe you'll see you're not the Mary that wants to get out of Mary so much, really. You're not, yeah. And then there'll be an acceptance of exactly where you are. There'll be no wanting to get out. And then you'll have the recognition you've never been in. You really will. Yeah. You'll never been in. And now you'll start noticing there's a lot of in and outs going on that seem to tag Paul. So Paul's the one that went out and Paul's the one that went in. Neither of them are so. Yes. That's, that's hitching your identity star to a fucking comet that comes in and out. Yeah, da, 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 da. It's like a tail. Yeah. So, yes. 
there's a there's a there's a seeing you could call it a bastardized seeing called a looking which is self-centeredness when when does it ever ever become i'm the one who's self-centered tell me can there be self-centeredness without a you being self-centered yeah Of course they can, because the idea of self is an idea and the system is centered on it, yeah? You are the awareness of the whole thing. Yeah, you're the awareness of the whole thing, yeah? In a weird way, you're the light that lights up Paul because without that light of awareness being claimed, there would be no story that could carry an hour, yeah? But because the light is reflected and now we're, we're, we're worshiping the moon, thinking Paul is the one who's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yes? Which is there, does seeing come before the idea of Paul as the seer or, or Paul the seer, a correct recognition of seeing? Which one? Yeah. Which one is it? Is seeing what's actually happening and then there's an activity that implies there's a seer or is the seer doing the seeing? Which is it? Why do we want to jump to page 200? Go right to the first page. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is interpreted to be seer, hearer, feeler, taster, toucher. The narrative that we're seemingly listening to during the day, which is it premised on? Is it premised on the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, or is it premised on the seer, hearer, feeler, taster, touching? When seeing occurs, what seems to get verified? The seer, yes? But without the seeing, would there be a seer? And, there's, and is there seeing without a seer? Then who's relevant? What's relevant? Yeah? Can there be seeing without the seer? Can, can there be a seer without the seeing? What's the, what's the point of interest that you live under every day? The point of interest is rooted in the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, at the expense of the feeling of livingness, of being awake. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yeah. Now, the seer wants to experience the seeing, which furthers the blindness of the seer to it being the seeing. Yeah. Do you need 800 pages 
just a, a simple description and let it amplify. Yeah, it will play tag on so much. You'll recognize it. Just like Hawaiian Po so beautifully just takes the whole, it takes the soapbox right out of the narrative we, we listen to all day. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Does the narration you're listening to, is it based on that understanding? Or is it based on the understanding that that which is perceiving can be perceived? That this is what's perceiving. Just answer, see, yeah. So as we're living, totally, as the living is encased in a certain flexible interpretation based on erroneous, erroneous assumptions, then we sit down for an hour and start trying to entertain all these incredible ideas being completely disabled by the ideas that are making us up. Why wouldn't we just want to look at that? Yeah. The premise, my feeling of non-duality, all of its negations are based on you are what you're looking for. Yeah. And it doesn't describe that as being the seer the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, does it? No, it doesn't. It lives in verbs and verbs alone. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, doing, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Or as supposedly Buddhists said, events happen, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. Yeah. So basically, if Buddha said that, he believes deeds are done, but there's no doer of them. Do you believe that? Do you believe your deeds are done and, and you're not the doer of it? He says it, events happen. Well, everyone has to choose to come to the Zoom. He's not saying that. He says events happen, deeds are done, Yet there is no individual doer thereof. So if there's no individual doer, <laughs> but there's deeds, therefore the doing is happening, the doer ain't. Now we want to stop doing a lot of shit as the doer and start doing a lot of new shit as the doer. But in a way, we got it asked backwards because the doing is the only thing that's happening. There is no doer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Any uh, questions? Kaiser. Kaiser. Hi, everybody. Hi, Paul. Um, 
I've got a question and it feels like a dangerous question. Um, just because I'm, I'm, I, I participate in like the 12 steps and it's very, very important to me. Um, it's, I have to borrow a little bit of that. And that's like the, the third step, like, and, and those that aren't aware, there's a step that says, uh, turn our will and lives over the care of a higher power. Um, ye ye yesterday, it kind of struck me that that would imply that I wouldn't have a private life there, like this, this internal psychology and stuff like that's just like, kind of give that stuff up. My question, Paul, is this is where it's dangerous and I, I don't want to mislead anyone with the 12 steps at all, but is for my story, my, my little deal, could uh, using a higher power be um, maybe counterproductive because it's always a, a something that's apart from me rather than me. It's that, you know, it's a tricky thing. I mean, I know it's not self-will and stuff. I understand that, but could, could using a higher power, that kind of thing, could that presuppose my separate self and, and continuing to do that? It's, it's mysterious to me because I, I don't know yeah. how to ask the question better. It, 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 it may and it may not. See, that's the point. So when you're fucked and you come into recovery, it's not about talking, there is no doer. Yeah. What you want to do is do something different if you can, yeah? So that's why we don't speak like this too often on Tuesdays and Thursday. Yeah. This is another uh, type of meeting. This, this meeting is premised not on that you're an alcoholic or an addict or addicted to self. It's premised on the understanding that you are what you're looking for and you you've realized but the my looking for it's fucking everything up basically yeah yeah so it's a whole different audience hopefully yeah so i would capture a lot of the things we say in recovery what i say is that we're going to use the dreaming to dream ourselves out of the dreaming so the dreaming is where the doer and we're going to use the doer to dream itself out of the doer yeah. And as we do, the life of the doer will become happier. Yeah. 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 Yes. This is a different night. So. Yeah. That's why, that's why I we have that's why why we, ask it tonight. I don't ask it tomorrow. I don't I ask it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight is good. And the thing is. Whatever comes after us, meaning us as the awareness or us as the dreaming, let's say. That's what's going to give what comes after the meaning. So somebody could give the higher power the meaning of being dependent on some outside thing. And the, another person will give the high idea of the higher power of being us, being what I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, the higher power is an idea that's being given meaning to by the one who's entertaining the idea, which I would see, I would take to be the higher power. <laughs> yeah. my own sense yes yeah. so basically a lot of times uh, the system let's say is a little too uh, irritated and uh, like sunburnt 
that you're not going to give it the salve of you're not that. You're going to just give it, all right, well, here's an idea called the higher power that maybe you won't give the same meaning that you give to you. So let's, but it's actually you. <laughs> so let's call the higher power is going to save me. Yeah. Right. Now what happens is there's a lot of loss of me in the saving of the higher power. And there seems to be more sense of presence than of the, the presence of Paul in the there and then. So obviously the, the imaginary idea of you is sort of diminishing and the eyes, the, your, your true identity, which is not an identity of the higher power is leaking through. Yeah. 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 But this is uh non-duality isn't, you know, in the, in, in the historical dreaming, people wouldn't be introduced to non-duality early on because you'd have to get fucked a little bit and go through these incredible disappointments of trying to search for the truth and never succeeding so that there would be a rightness to realize, well, this is why it didn't succeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you are what you've been looking for. And then bam, yes, it could happen. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people now that arrive on the shores of non-duality, it isn't their first rodeo. They've been through a lot of spiritual rodeos and they've been thrown off the bull and they've spent a lot of time beating themselves up for not staying on the bull. But then they finally fucking realize no one stays on the bull. Yeah. All right. So now they hear this message and it makes sense because all their other logical reasons why it didn't work out. This seems to explain it all because you can't use yourself to find your fucking self. Right. Yeah. End of story. So now Satsang has done the introductory job. Okay. Because you had all the evidence. It just wasn't collated correctly. You were getting, you were keeping the, the focus when the focus isn't on you. You're that which gets negated where when you're studying non-duality, you're being affirmed all fucking day. But what non-duality do is it negates you, really. That's the beauty of it, yeah? That's the beauty of the message. You are what you're looking for and you're never gonna get it in the same sentence, yeah? Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. It makes complete sense, not in the mental logic, but it makes complete sense that, yeah, you're never going to get this. You're never going to have an experience of it. Why not? Well, because you're it. I'm sorry. <laughs> is, is, there, is there any benefit in exploring the, the, like the loss of the personal life? Like the, like, or just, just, just see, I, I don't know. I don't know. You're going to be, you not you, but there's a dreaming. Yeah. And in that dreaming, it can use whatever's happening to, to, to put value in. So I can't say really. It just yeah. is scary. And that was like fun. Cause I, you know, it was, it's scary. And it was like, Oh wow. That's, that's something, that's something significant. And I don't want to overdo it and overdream it. I, 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 I don't know, but thanks. You've, you've been helpful. Thanks, Paul. Scary is good when it's yeah. you. Yeah. When it's you that's scared, it's been claimed. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand what, what you said about scary is yeah. good. Yeah, I get that. 
Yeah. The system uh, loves not to, it likes to be disturbed, but it doesn't want to get disturbed. Yeah. It loves being agitated in and of itself, but it doesn't like some other agitation. <laughs> See, that's why I love non-duality because the contrast brings out the shit you don't see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When all the, when a lot of the misdirection is taken away by the fact that you are what you're looking for, then a lot of shit is put into a stark contrast and you can see what you used to not see before. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful, really in a dualistic way. It's beautiful because the light of the message produces a contrast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that you see what you didn't see before. And if you just stay with it, it more and more gets revealed. Yeah. And less and less revealed to you. Yeah. <laughs> more and more it gets revealed about you, but less and less to you. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> yeah. I, I don't get it. And then there's a knowing too. And yes, exactly. Yeah. See, and the thing is, the knowing is dominant and the not getting it actually is cool. Yeah. See, when you look at it from the mental logic, the not getting it's a drag. Yeah. But in fact, it's the other way around, my feeling. Yeah. That's what I went with. I remember it was at a satsang and it wasn't the person. It was just what's happening. And I, I knew, I knew before knowing. I just knew it. Mm -hmm. I just fucking knew it before all my attempts to have knowledge. And, uh, it was, you know, I found a number of times in this life that something can trigger a being convinced that I could never do. Yeah. Where I've been shown something and there's a convincing, a complete convincing of something. And then it becomes like a moot point. There's no more picking and what if, but, you know, there's no, yeah. The tentacles don't get out and try to grok it. It's just, it's done. Yeah, let's, and uh, like I used to say, when I was younger, the, how I look now, how Paul would see it back then was what stirred Paul to become spiritual. The last thing it wanted to be was ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's such a spectacular, uh, I don't know. Ordinary has a spectacular vista. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get blinded by spiritual bling. Yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. Very clear, empty. Cool. All right. Thanks, bro. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Kaiser. JP in Vietnam. JP in <clears> Vietnam. <throat> Hi, everyone. Hey, Hi, Paul. Hey. Um, so, so I have a question. It's, it's, it's kind of related to what you're talking about. There is no doer. And, um, this has been coming up the last couple of weeks for me because I'm looking at starting to make amends to people. And it's, it's like 
I used to feel when I'd make an amend, because I've made amends for a long time now, that there was always something that just didn't quite feel right. You know, when I would admit that I did something wrong, you know, there'd be a part of me that go, there's really something wrong with you feeling guilty and ashamed. And, but you got to do this because this is part of taking, of being accountable. I have no problem with being accountable. I understand that when I do something wrong, I need to be accountable to it. But there's the fundamental part of me that knows that I'm not wrong about having done something wrong, if that if that makes any yeah. sense at all. And um, so, you know, it's it's like, you know, and at the moment, I'm kind of seeing that it's okay for me to make an apology and an amend. And somehow it doesn't seem to touch me the way that it used to touch JP, you know, because whenever I'd go and make an amend before, it would be like, it would kind of be like JP going to beat himself up, but having to do it because he has to be accountable and this is the right thing to do and you got to set things right so you can get free. And um, so I, I guess, I don't know if there's really a question, but I, I guess that my, my mind is really trying to wrap around like what's going on because you know, on the one hand, you're supposed to be there, supposedly, well, you're admitting that you did something wrong, but in, the, in your innermost self, you know that you didn't, um, but you've got to be accountable for it. Um, so I don't know if there's a question in that for you. Uh, I just, it's more an expression of confusion right now about that particular step and where I'm seeing it from right now than a question of what to do or what not to do. It's not really about that kind of question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like you're, you're in a, you're moving from one to another condition. So, you know, in that moving, there can be a sense of confusion to the old position. Yeah. The old position uh, sees all the luggage, but it's not getting invited onto the new condition. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like that journey <laughs> yeah so yeah the confusion will and then and that need to know is a reaction of the mental state's confusion yes don't it doesn't the need to know is not going to do anything for you so just let it hang out and if you can help if you can not help feed it great yeah 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 just make the amends Keep it simple, make the amends, and uh, something miraculous will happen, and you won't know how it worked, and it doesn't matter, really. The, uh, the mental states, one of its main drives is to know, yeah? It doesn't even matter if it's correct or not. It just wants to know. Yeah. It finds some security in that, I think. So uh, sometimes this idea of confusion and then a strong desire to want to know is like when one, you know, one foot stepping onto a new shore and the other foot's still in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. You're not going to go back to the boat. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Can I just ask one more question about, about letting go? as well because because i'm also looking at this issue of of um i'm looking at step six right now this is where i'm what i'm really looking at and you know and 
the question comes arises it's like what am i letting go of you know i'm i'm letting go of my idea of jp i'm am i letting go of you know my identification it doesn't right. matter you know doesn't matter again that's the wanting to know just fucking right. do the step six and seven hmm. yeah when you recognize something and you have a sense hey this may not be of me then you ask that power to reconfigure it. See, I don't see in the, this isn't an AA thing, but in the recovery book, step six and seven is uh, based on the theme of turning one's will and life over to the care of something greater than oneself. And so basically when you see the blueprints of something that's gonna wanna lead you to fuck it, so to speak, you, you bring it up to this idea of a higher power by saying, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured by this higher power. So basically you see, a, let's say a, a stretch of rope and it's getting knotted. You give that rope to the higher power, the rope reconfigures it. And instead of it becoming a noose, maybe it'll be put to use to save some fucking one else. Yeah. So this is the whole spirit of recovery to me. Yeah. It's a transformation. It's like in the Course in Miracles. You ever heard of the Course in Miracles? The Course in Miracles has this idea of a holy, the Holy Ghost, yeah? Which to me is sort of like the higher power in recovery. And so what the Holy Ghost does is it takes this information that's being gathered by the system, right? And collates it differently than the self-centeredness collates it, yeah? It's the same data but it takes the same data and comes up with incredibly different numbers. Yeah, this is what's happening. So just give it over, do the six and seven, and uh, just stay, you know, one of the highest forms of mind is I don't know, yeah? And then you'll find out what, if that power, if the power wants you to be informed, you'll be informed. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, traveling Thank you, lighter, yeah, yeah, traveling lighter is sort of, uh, you know, let's say a lot of knowledge comes through you, but it's not directed to you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, bro, just do, just do it. Just do this, you know, but you're not the doer. Don't try, don't start blending non-duality and recovery. Recovery is for the action figure. Just fucking do the steps and then there'll be more interest and attention because that's what will happen. You'll lose interest in yourself and then, then that interest can go to what you are. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. The presence that we feel, that's us really. Let's call it the higher power, but it's actually us. We are present. We are available and therefore we are of service. Yeah. 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 So. What you're not is getting changed sufficiently that there's a loss of interest in it. And then what becomes obvious is what you are. Yeah. It doesn't become obvious to what you're not. It becomes obvious what you are. Yeah. Not to anything, but what you are. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah.
And it's not a problem that both things, I mean, and that, that I'm also aware of what's going on in the action figure now, but it doesn't seem to touch me as much as it used to. There you go. Those are effects. So, yeah. Feel the effects. You don't have to know why. Just feel them. I mean, yeah. You know, there's a, let's say there was a belief that you could be out of the moment. Yeah. Mm. You cannot believe when that gets dismissed. Then you're, you never get chipped. You're always here, <laughs> sleeping, awake, thinking you're spaced out. It doesn't matter. You've never left the scene. <laughs> You've never, you're the whole enchilada. Yeah. The insanity of believing these insane assumptions that make us believe and play this little hide and seek and this and that. It's all made up. It's all like, uh, you know, those skitter bugs on the surface, on ponds and lakes, they don't leave any fucking footprint. They just, yeah. Yet we're totally into excavating the footprint and going over it. And what does it mean? It's where that whole expanse, that water, yeah, where you are it, yeah. So you lose interest in that focus point and then you get more of a panoramic vision, which includes a lot, yeah, yeah. And uh, it becomes the basis of traveling lighter here. And really the, what I wanted as an action figure was to travel lighter. What it had to go through a lot of shit to realize was it couldn't produce that. Yeah, it can't. If it could have, it would have been a long time ago. It's a failed system. <laughs> so, so something I can't, and then I tried to leave the failed system as the failed system. And that showed me something also. Oh, right. Well, I can't get out of it. Maybe I'm not in it. Woohoo. All right. Now I'm on to something. So that's how it went. Yeah. And now, I mean, I've been trying to get out of how I felt since I've been six years old, I guess. You know, now I don't, I have no interest in getting out because I realized I've never been in. Why would I want to waste time trying to get out of what I'm not in? Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. So, and it's not any effort or thought. All right, I'm going to try not to get out of what I'm not in. No. This was an observation. It came as a reflection over time. It didn't come, it wasn't produced by me doing anything. I just saw it, yeah? So, <laughs> like I'm not sweating to be in the moment, you know? I'm not going against great odds to get in the moment. It's just easy because I've never been out of a moment. <laughs> it's, you know, that's the other logic. See, the logic of non-duality is seamless. It's basically premised on you are what you're looking for. You are that which is seen. That's its premise. And if you follow its revelations, they're seamless. Always based on that. Always, always based on that. Yeah. The other thing is totally false assumptions. Completely just 
minutiae, more and more shit of false evidence appearing real to false, a false evidence, really. That's basically what it is. It's dreaming to the ninth degree. We're dreaming and a dreaming and a dreaming and a Every time you think you're out of the dreaming, that's the dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro. Thanks, JP. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey B. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, uh, we have a quota for questions, Jeffrey. You're getting close to the end. Yeah. There's no other hands, though. <laughs> you can. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to. <laughs> You can buy two. You can buy two questions, and you get a better deal of three. You get three for five, two for four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. All right, Jeff. Jeffrey. Nice to see you. Uh, we're not hearing you, Jeffrey, or I'm not. How about you, Paul? Can you hear him? No, no. That's the best of Jeffrey. I think those earphones do that a lot. I don't think we're, you got to take the earphones out, I think, right? If he's on a phone, though, maybe. He's not getting the message. Can you hear me now? I think he's, he's come. Go ahead. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you I was ran thinking... out of time to ask. A <laughs> <laughs> it's the question Nazi, like the soup Nazi. <laughs> no question for you. All right, go ahead. Well, I was thinking about what you were talking about at the beginning, and describing them how the mind um, is like a pencil that draws an image. So it's like. Uh, like as a small child, like you were saying, it would be like a consciousness, just uh, aware that it's conscious, but then thought comes in and we start to uh, we start to draw this image, but it's like a static image. It's something static, whereas before we were more moving and dynamic. And uh, I guess we're kind of stuck in this static right. image. Sweet dreams. Yes, well, it's more like, I like noun and verb, yeah. Yeah, noun and verb. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I guess what we are not is the, uh, is also when you hear the, when you feel the, when you do feel kind of more like a verb, then you, um, the mind come, the mind comes in and tries to Kind of add that to that picture and try to explain it and maybe kind of ruins it in a way i guess you just have to be aware well, yeah. of that yeah because it actually it tries to connect the verb to the noun 
Yes. Yeah. So it's sort of like the Colorado River. Uh, you know, you go there and you get a glass of it and you go home and you tell everyone there's the Colorado River, but you've you've lost something, which is the rivering. Yeah. Mm. So this is sort of like what the head does. They used to speak about it in Hinduism, where it's name and form. So the mental condition starts giving everything name and form. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, yeah. So basically it uh, it takes a thing that's inseparable, doesn't have a beginning or an end, and starts dicing and spicing and cubing it and doing it this and that and uh yeah if only because that's what it does with everything that it sees yeah it's just mechanical it's mechanical yeah. for sure yeah yeah so that so i guess you just have to be aware of uh, the fact that you that that the mind operates that way and then you'll be that is the what you are not well, it would be good if you're if there's an awareness of being aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> there's awareness all the time of it. But if there's an awareness of the awareness of it all the, the time, is helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you just get more interested, like you say. I think you just get more interested in the verb and uh, and just most definitely. The attempt to like define it and all that, you'll never get it. You said, which I guess you mean by that, you'll never, your mind's never going to be able to encapsulate it or describe it and add it to the picture. Well, see, the noun, the noun can't get the verb as a noun. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the ocean. The ocean identified as the wave can't get the ocean as a wave. It has to see it's not a wave and there's the ocean, yeah? So right. this is the point of negation. You're negating, you're not trying to convince the noun to get the verb, you're negating the noun. And then what you find is all there is is verbing, yeah? You're not wasting any more time trying to convince the noun, put a little more verbing in your life, you know? <laughs> No, no, you just see you're not, you start entertaining the idea that what you are is manufactured by a lot of activity, yeah? So the, the, even the idea of the noun comes from the claiming of verbing, which is selfing, yeah? So the, the noun is manufactured and basically projected by claiming verbing, yeah? So what is it? Uh, So there is, that's why we use the word selfing instead of stealth. I use the word self in, uh, in recovery meetings a lot. But my feeling that there is no noun, but there's selfing that implies there's one. Yeah. So the selfing is, an, is a verb. And you could call it the act of being identified as self. Yeah. Which is all verbing. But how, if it works there's a feeling of being a noun. <laughs>
So a lot of people have tried to understand selfing from the self point of view. It doesn't go anywhere. You understand self from the selfing point of view. <laughs> you see the selfing as an activity, another one that's being seen just like a lot of others. Yeah. But this activity is used to imply. Yeah. Which is the tricky one. Because when it implies that something, if it works, you feel like you were that something before anything ever implied anything. <laughs> so its main uh, aspect of that sort of magic trick is time. Yeah. So selfing implies as a self. And then when it works, that self calls me up and tells me it's been selfing all day. <laughs> Voila, it just proved the point. <laughs> That's why we have these meetings. It's not enough to see the selfing because that will be claimed and you'll call me up and say, I've been selfing all day or selfing's been driving me crazy all day. <laughs> that's so that's why we come back every Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> Try to <laughs> do repetition, you know. Hopefully you can lay something down and the head won't move all the pieces so that you come back a week later. What? Move and then you know, maybe it'll set a little bit and something will be seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, why no, does it I don't have any choice? I don't have any choice in the matter anyway. I just come, come on Wednesday nights. Is it Wednesday? Wednesday night. Yeah. Why is it that when, that some, when something upsets uh, upsets us or me anyway, uh, like another person or something, I, I go right back into the uh, into just living in my mind i guess you could say yeah but then again then again if that happens i would just ask the self-inquiry who is it that went back in you'll say me or jeff and then ask again who is this me and there's usually be a pause and you'll see the fallacy of it all yeah yep. that's what we shared earlier when there was a snippet of talks that a lot of, uh, I don't know how they recorded it or whatever, but they had talks in the 30s with Ramana Maharshi. And that's what we shared in the beginning, which is uh, they had a question about free will and predestination and stuff. And then he answered it and he said, you know, the, real the only real value these questions have is to point to the one who keeps, who thinks they have the questions. Yeah, just to see, ask that subject, yeah, ask right. the assumed subject and see if it's so, yeah? Because what you're looking for, for the answers from those questions is just that, yeah? So let's bypass all of the, you know, you know, beating around the bush and get right back to it, just see. So if you feel like you go back into the mind, like in this fury, well, let's ask, all right, that seems to have a lot of oomph. Let's use it to point to the one who goes into the fury. Yeah? See if anyone's there. 
Now, I don't say people do that all the time, but when I'm listening to somebody and they're talking about a thing that they, there's a belief that they really lose themselves and it goes somewhere else, let's ask, who is that? Who is it that got lost yet still reports what it was like? Yeah, I don't know. Let's find out. So I'm not a, I don't attempt to use self-inquiry as a formal practice, but it's sure damn, it's the perfect little tool that's in, in some of these conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone comes to me and they're really, they, they're in a belief, it's not them. There's a belief that they're really up the ass of self. You know, I put my rubber gloves on and play the role of divine proctologist. Yeah. Do I, you know, then if they, if they come and say, ba da ba, I say, no, that, you know, whatever. But if they think they're really up there, the best thing is just to pull them out, seemingly. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks, Jeffrey. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, Jeffrey. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Uh, anyone else? No. Nope. No hands. Oh, great. Then let's uh, say goodbye. I guess. Eh? Right. Mike. Always a pleasure. <laughs> I'll be seeing you shortly. I think. Friday. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Judith, of pleasure to see you again, honey. Always good to see you. Paul, thank you so much. I love seeing you. Thank you. Great, thank you. I just love, love being here. When I'm not in this show, my heart is right with you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I can feel it, honey. Thank you. Yeah, But we want you to keep coming back. You're a big part of this this little Zoom. I love you. When you can, yeah. Yeah. Kerry, Kerry, as always, very nice. Kerry. Harry's facial structure has changed a lot. Oh, man. I'm like a plastic surgeon. I, it's, know I don't know, man. It's like something. <laughs> I need to cut it or anything. It just starts. Oh, lifting. man. I don't know. It's good. It, it's lifted. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. All right, John K. As always. Yeah, absolutely, nice man. John. Yes. Thank you. Anytime. Bernard, a pleasure. Nice to see Thank you there. You. We got Robert from uh, New Zealand. I'm going to see you one day, Robert. I like New Zealand. Yeah, thank you, Paul. For a layover for a while, but I wanted to go back. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll organize something for you. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. All right. Just a good breakfast. Yeah. That okay. would be nice. Yeah. I'm surfing. What? <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey, nice to see you, man. Thank you for uh, the uh, you enliven the the dialogue so thanks for the question yeah just remember they're not yours all right 
We okay, got thanks. Sander. Sander, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you, hubby. This is when this was the roof you were first started. Yes, mm -hmm. this is how it started in the Zoom world. I love this roof. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got Kaiser. Kaiser, my main man. Kaiser. Life is going to be so nice to you, Kaiser. You won't believe you deserve yeah. it. You won't believe it. Mm -hmm. But it won't take no for an answer. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mary G, nice to see you, Mary. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Mike. Awesome. Kenneth, Toronto, nice to see you, Kenneth. Thank we you, got Jacob Paul. from Seattle. We got James Lebowski with a child. Hopefully it's his or his daughter's or someone. We got Brahmi. Brahmi uh, took a die for the whole group in the Ganges. Fantastic. I felt different ever since. I love the video. Thank you very much, Brahmi. We got Sagar. Did you try to call me tonight? Yes, Paul. I called you yesterday. I'm gonna keep. I'm keep. I'm gonna keep not answering until you fucking give it up. No, no. <laughs> I just had to. I had to take care of the dogs and the cat today. Amelia got a job, so I wasn't available to after this beginning of this session. But yeah, give me a ring. Six two eight. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Doreen, nice to see you, Doreen. Where are you, Doreen? Tacoma. Where? Tacoma. Oh, Tacoma, Washington. Mm -hmm. Nice to see mm -hmm. you. How is it up there? Wet. Cold. <laughs> Dark. See, that's just how I take every question. Ah. It's so obvious it's wet and cold. Why would the person ever ask about Tacoma? Yeah. All right, Gary C. Nice to see you, Gary. You're out of the corner. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. You live in Lodge. Nice to see you. Keith? Keith is in uh, Boise. Yes? All's yeah. going well there? Things are going well. You know, uh, many of you talk about how safe and secure you feel in this group. Well, I want you to know that's because me and my posse are here with our AR-15s here in Idaho. So we're, we're oh, keeping... Yes. We're keeping you guys safe with the militia. Yes, thank you. You're my uh, you're my militant arm of Zen bitch slap. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I Amen. want you. We're gonna we're gonna do an, a sneak attack on Adyashanti. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and on the Muji. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll we'll leave, we'll, we'll, leave the, we'll leave Rupert to the end. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes. All right. We got uh, Stefan, as always. Nice to see you, Stefan. Thank you, Paul. And thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for showing up. And there's one of my Johannes, another a friend of ours from Germany. Always good to see you. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Nice to see you. It's John. Have you been here before, John? No? Nice to see you. I was asking if you've been here before. I, uh, asked no, him, I asked him to unmute, but I don't know if he knows. So. Oh, it's okay. Nice to meet you, John. Can you hear me now? 
Yes, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, well, I do this for the first time, so I'm quite shocked now to... Uh, um, I did watch your videos uh, many times on YouTube. Yeah. And indeed, this is the first time I'm here with uh, the online uh, thing. Oh, nice to meet you. Where are you, John? Uh, Amsterdam. Oh, in Amsterdam. We have a lot of... We got a lot of people from Amsterdam. I don't yes. think I want you to... I don't... I want to keep you from them, actually. I don't know <laughs> if you want to know Walter and Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them. I don't know them, so... You'll meet them That's uh, fantastic. Yes, nice thank to, you. Nice, nice to see you, John. And then thank we you, got Paul. Vlad. Vlad, are you in uh, Portugal, Vlad? Vlad? No, no, I'm in Russia. Oh, you're I'm in Russia? Wow. Yeah, far away. It's early morning here. Must oh wow. We have 13 hours difference here. Yeah. yeah. Well, are you gonna go back to Portugal soon? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, it's always a pleasure to see you, Vlad. Remember that lady oh, at the thank you. Thank you. Maybe so the lady at the park doing the hula hoop. Remember she yeah. had the hula yeah, hoop? Yeah, yeah. Crazy, eh? This is that's what life's yeah. so insane. That was a crazy day. Really crazy. Hmm. All right, we got Taz. Taz from uh one of my favorite places, Melbourne. 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 Sassafras. <laughs> yes. We got Alan. Nice to see you, Alan. We got, uh, oh, Rockville Senna is in the house. Yes. Long Island City. Yeah, man. Nice to see you. Sunrise. 495, man. 495. The end of the world. All right. <laughs> End, right? Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. Travel got, lighter. Yeah. Got John W. John W. Looks, looks like you're in a hospital bed. Are you all right there? All right, good. Uh, we got Vietnam with JP. Susanna, I think, is a great friend of mine. Mike Servini, again, always, yes. Uh, J-Phone, we got them. All right, well, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Pleasure. If you're interested, uh, we're going to be doing that virtual retreat in um, February 20th to 21st mm -hmm. on the website. And I'll see you Saturday, right? Oh, tomorrow, recovery, and then Saturday. And uh, yeah, thanks. Nice to see you all. Adios. Thank you, Thank you Paul. Thank you, see everybody. You yeah, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh,